barefoot with me, Tina said, grabbing Nora's phone and dangling it above her head. Ugh, Tina, I was only going to give it back just for ten more minutes. Come on, Nora, Tina taunted playfully. Let loose and look at that view. Have you ever seen a beach so splendidly untouched? You mean the beach with the overturned car sitting in the middle of it? Nora laughed. It was one of the first things she'd noticed when she arrived at the cottage. The view was fantastic, but the rusty overturned car wedged between a few rocks just beyond the shore was certainly distracting. At low tide, you could walk over to it while at high tide, it was almost completely submerged. Well, ignore that. Think of it as a local landmark. It adds to the charm, Tina said. But look at that blue ocean. Ignore the phone. And the car. And just look at the ocean. Simone stifled a smile, then opened up the French windows of their little cottage. Out into the garden with you two. She swept her hands dramatically, pointing to the vista in front of them. Simone had rented the cottage for them, apparently through local connections she had. Her mother had been part Hawaiian, and, as a result, Simone had some ties to the islands. She had chosen one of the smaller islands for the trip, away from the tourist traps and big, expensive hotels, and it had turned out to be a perfect choice. It was simply breathtaking. Nora especially appreciated the peace and quiet. The land in front of the cottage was an untamed and lush green, ending in a short cliff, beyond which the ocean gently slept, a blue blanket with streaks of turquoise and green. Wyoming is beautiful, but if I were ever given a choice... I'd pack and move here in a heartbeat, Tina said, stepping out in the garden. It's so peaceful, so beautifully green. There's no worries, no... Ah! She jumped more than a foot into the air and then scrambled back to the cottage's porch. What? Simone and Nora asked simultaneously. Snake! Tina cried. Snake! There was a giant disgusting snake in the grass out there! I almost stepped on it! Oh my god! Get the house and lock every door! Come on, Tina. It's nothing to be afraid of, Simone explained. Snakes are timid creatures. They're far more scared of us than we are of them. It's probably not even poisonous. Most snakes aren't. Are you sure? Tina said. Because let me tell you, I'm absolutely terrified of snakes. Oh, I can't believe I almost stepped on it. I think my toe touched it. It was so slimy and gross and... She heard twigs breaking and a great clatter in the underbrush behind her. When she turned to look, two panting men carrying nets and long curved sticks appeared suddenly. Excuse me, said one, a nervous-looking man with rabbity teeth. Did we hear you mention a snake? Is it here? The other man had puffy silver hair, swept off his face, and thick-rimmed black glasses that looked expensive, like they were more for show than for function. A discreet Chanel logo on his linen shirt peeked out from below his vest. Is that your snake? Tina asked, a little angrily. Depends. The silver-haired man said. Is it blue and yellow? Yes, with a neon orange head. Yes, might be ours, then, he shrugged. But it's hard to say. It's an extremely rare species from the Amazonian rainforest. 
but you never know if two of them could have made their way into your backyard here in Hawaii. Simone stared at him. Are you trying to be funny? she asked. Because it's no laughing matter. The snake could have bitten my friend. I'm sure it's non-poisonous, Simone, Nora said soothingly, trying to diffuse the situation. Most snakes are harmless, after all. You just said so yourself. Oh, no, this one is definitely poisonous, the silver-haired man corrected, bringing out a large silk handkerchief and mopping his brow. One bite can kill a person in five seconds. Flat. Tina let out a little yelp and hugged Simone, hiding her face. Simone looked even more annoyed. Listen, Mr. Whatever your name is. Degas, he said. Degas Christensen, at your service. Degas. Like the painter.